Good morning. It's Sunday, October the 27th, 2019. This is show number 105. You know what's coming next. Welcome, welcome to the 105th show of this uh, podcast that we do. I wanted to welcome you to the show. If you are new to the show, and if you are a returning listener, welcome back to the show. Yes, we have we have something that we haven't had in a long time here, right? It's called it's one key word, right? And it's called consistency. <laughs> We're kind of putting, uh, you know, uh, tactful meaning, or we're putting resolution to tactful words these days, I suppose. Welcome. Welcome to our show that we do. Uh, it's just a little show that we do. You know, we're in a few places and we like to uh, just, I don't know, share a little information, share some ideas with you. And, uh, you know, what what's the show all about? Well... I don't know. We've had about 40 different themes since we started the show four years ago. So I don't know. Take it for what it's worth. But we uh, just kind of inform, educate, and laugh all at the same time. Welcome back anyhow. And, uh, you know, I am your host, Gummo. <sighs> and here we are. It's, that's, it's that collective breath, right? After I say all that nonsense. Uh, you know, so here we are at the end of October. Wow, what a year it's been, right? It's just flown by. The leaves are falling in mass here in the Midwest. <laughs> Specifically the Chicagoland area. Man, you know, it, uh, it went, there was no in-between this year, you know, last, uh, I don't think it was, the, you know, it was kind of the same uh, thing last year where it just went straight from summer to winter, literally within like two weeks. <laughs> and it's, uh, winter is uh, fast approaching uh, the Chicago area here. Mm, and it's, whoo just don't it's just oh and you know there's uh other things that happen during the fall like i don't know 
Who does anything in the fall? I mean, I know there's a lot of activities to do, but to me, it's like this big warning from um, nature saying, hey, uh, something less fun is headed your way. <laughs> it's almost like a warning. I mean, when you see leaves falling off of trees, sh shouldn't that be a warning to migrate south? I mean, I, I believe the birds have it right. Jesus. It's ridiculous. It's just... Oh my God. The weather here is just unbelievable. But uh, yeah, here we are. It's the end of October. We have a little consistency going on the show now. Oh, what is that? It's one, two, three, four shows in one month. We are breaking records. All right. <laughs> We're breaking records over here. Uh, where where do we where do we do this show? You know, uh, well, you know, we're still here in the Aeon building for now. Uh, another two weeks at least, and then we will be moving the mics uh, a little south from here. You know, for the past five years it's been four years five years i don't know whatever it's been a great great opportunity and a privilege to have done this podcast from uh the from not only the heart of chicago downtown chicago but the top of the aeon building uh and um we've done it consistently for four years now and and uh, I, I just, you know, I've always thanked everybody involved in that, and uh, they, everybody knows how I feel about that. And so it's going to be strange. <laughs> Definitely going to be strange. One of the... Um, new things that we've got planned is uh what what i don't i don't think it's new or planned but we we really have like almost a storage unit full of stuff uh that <laughs> from the past four years that we've received and we've got antennas and all of this stuff and so we had some wacky ideas over the past couple years in here and um I don't know if I've been fortunate not to follow through on them, but uh, if you followed the show, you've followed my personal struggles as well, and uh, it's it's been um, it's been fun. It's been it's uh, it's been a fun thing, but uh, yeah. So uh, starting in December, December the first, we will be doing the podcast from Florida. And I will be doing the podcast from Florida as well. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, and it's been a great run here in the city of Chicago. Um, will I miss doing the podcast down here? Yeah, I'll miss it. You know, who, who wouldn't? Uh, but, you know, you've, you've got things to do. Uh, you've got personal things to do in life. And... Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you get to the point to where you want to uh, look at different things. And so that's where I'm at. I'm going to figure some 
new things out, I guess. I don't know. Or just practice up on, you know what? Mostly I'll practice up on some surfing, but, uh, yeah, that's what I got planned. So uh, be on the listen for that. Uh, I think what I will do is I'm, I will the first show that we do that, that I do down there. Uh, we'll do it from uh, someplace special, and so uh, totally, totally looking forward to that. Uh, I've got a couple ideas in mind, and so uh, yeah, maybe it'll show up here on the uh, on the on the show here. Uh, and I just you know. I can't say enough things about, you know, the people I've met along the way here uh, over the past 12, 15 years. Uh, everybody's been great to me. Uh, I've had a great time. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's time to just change the venue, but not change the, the idea or the message. And so that's, that's all, uh, nothing really, uh, nothing really else, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. So yeah, uh, looking forward to no snow for a change. And, and again, if you, if you've, if, if you've listened to, uh, any of the previous shows, you know that I absolutely cannot stand winter time. Uh, so yeah, I, I guess you know um, what we do usually is we uh, talk about the things that are going on, uh, and uh, one of the things that I wanted to follow up with um, from one of the previous shows was um, this this really silly website called Track dot t h i this or t h i s t h i s Track dot this. If you go to track dot this, it'll give you three options, uh, and in, and those three options are rather comical. And what it does is it confuses sites that track you, and it confuses search engines that tracks you and whatnot. Check it out; I think it's kind of funny. It's it's not really it's not really useful, but you know it's it's sort of a novel idea, and I think I get a kick out of it. So anyhow, I've been I've been using it and. I get, uh, as intended, right? I get ads from, it's just silly. It's just silly. And, uh, it really, does it work? Yeah, it really works. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> it's funny. You should give it a try. Check it out. Check out the website. At least it's a, it's a funny idea. It's track dot this. Uh, and, um, <laughs> yeah, so cool. You know, speaking of tracking, <laughs> you know, recently Microsoft just won a Pentagon contract worth $10 billion. So, and uh, it, it was it was reported actually that uh, the, the, the company to actually win the bid from the Pentagon was going to be Amazon hosting all of the Pentagon's data on uh, in their AWS cloud. Uh, but, uh, you know, as with anything, it seems to be a political stab at some, something or someone. And, um, you know, not only was, uh, 
you know, it, you know, I try to dance around the whole politic thing, you know, and so I try to I keep that. But uh, other companies also bid on the uh, within the process. I believe Oracle as well uh, did as well uh, bid on the uh, process, and then, uh, you know, and uh, it, it's kind of interesting because uh, everything, of course, seems to be. Uh, political these days in Washington, but nevertheless, it seems that uh, Microsoft did beat Amazon for that ten billion dollar contract, and I'm sure, as we're sitting here, that all of that infrastructure is going to be lifted and shifted to Azure. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, how Azure is going to be protecting the United States military secrets? That's a lot of trust that the United States military is putting into Microsoft and vice versa. And I find that extremely interesting, if not a little worrisome. Uh, but nevertheless, that's what's happening with uh, that process. And it's interesting. And I thought I'd bring that up because, you know, if you're not familiar, um, these big cloud services, you have Amazon, you have Microsoft, and you have Google Cloud. And then you have the second tier uh, sort of providers. And, uh, you know, it's called cloud, but in all reality, it's just a server and a server hosted somewhere else. And so uh, it's it's interesting how companies have been migrating their applications and infrastructure to uh, off-site uh, management, a.k.a. the cloud. And uh, it's also interesting that uh, Microsoft will be housing all, most of that uh, infrastructure here very soon. So uh, it re re definitely reduces the point of um, entry for attackers. Sort of takes that uh, risk away from on-premises uh, issues, but not entirely, but yeah. Uh, very interesting, though. It's very interesting. I'll keep an eye on that. Uh, if you know, listen, uh, most of you guys know what a NAS is, you know, a network attached storage device, uh, you know, and if you don't, basically a NAS is a, um, is a device that stores data locally, like a hard drive, but it also acts as a server. So anyone on your network or, or anyone even over the internet can access it. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, when it comes to creating a NAS, uh, you can buy one like a, uh, what are those things called? Oh, shit. Um, anyhow, I forgot the name. There's many NAS solutions out there. Uh, I want to, I'm trying to remember the name of this, uh, NAS that I used to, I used it like religiously in the, um, around 2000 between like 2007 and 2014 um oh drobo <laughs> drobo.com is drobo even around let me see drobo drobo d-r-o-b-o.com let's see they are uh so you can yeah what is this uh yeah so check out uh well i'm not going to recommend it but it's like a drobo so uh drobos are 
it, it's a it's a commercial NAS. It's a NAS that uh, you buy and you plug it into your network. You know, do do some minor configuration and um, you're done. Uh, and you know, it's uh, they're very convenient to have. I have a NAS. Every I think everybody has a NAS, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> They're very expensive. Like these Drobos can get very expensive, including all of the hardware and associated time and everything that you put together into it. But if you, <laughs> we have a few people in the studio tonight, so I'm kind of being a smart ass. But uh, listen, there is a alternative to those commercial NAS systems. Did you know that? I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't. I bet you did. If you're a hardcore hacker, you know, you probably know. But uh, if you're a new hacker or just you're curious, uh, you can build your own NAS. Uh, and you can do it with a little device called a Raspberry Pi. Now, if you don't know what a Raspberry Pi is, go back and listen to a few of the older shows. Or just uh, search the um, internet for what a Raspberry Pi is. Uh, and so you, um, so this is it. So you can build your own NAS with a Raspberry Pi. And I think it's really cool. Uh, what will you need to build your own NAS out of a Raspberry Pi? Uh, well, you obviously you will need the Raspberry Pi. You will need a micro SD card. Uh, you'll need a USB powered hub. Uh, you will also need a USB keyboard, a USB mouse. You will need uh, an HDMI monitor, an HDMI cable, and uh, an external USB hard drive or SSD. And of course, more USB cables. Uh, and so it's really simple to put these things together. Uh, the first thing you want to do is just format your uh, SD card. Um, it, the exact instructions will depend on the computer you're using to set everything up. Uh, but if it's running Windows or Mac OS, download the SD Association's formatting tool and use that. If you've never set up a Raspberry Pi before, uh, check, out, uh, check out a lot of guides and videos on YouTube. Uh, for for just uh, exactly how to set up a Raspberry Pi. It's kind of easy, really. But uh, the next thing you want to do is uh, download uh, new out-of-the-box software. Uh, <laughs> noobs, get it. Opt for the light version, uh, of course, and which uh, it'll also get, allow you to choose your preferred operating system. Uh, and I'll have it installed as it loads onto the uh, Pi's SD card. Uh, power up the Pi, plug in the card, the monitor, the keyboard, and the mouse. Uh, put everything together and power it on. Um, be sure to use a powered USB hub because that's going to make uh, your it's going to make everything a lot more easier because the the Pi cannot power the hub. So remember that. Uh, also, um, you want to you want to make sure uh, that that power supply is stable as well. So I usually uh, go anywhere between five and seven volts. I usually do about six point two volts for my, my Raspberry Pis, uh, and you can get a, an adjustable uh, voltage power supply like anywhere, like from any anywhere. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and so um, uh, you want to install Ras Raspbian uh, operating system. So when uh, you know you want to uh, do all of that correctly. You want to enter in your Wi-Fi credentials, uh, choose Raspbian as your operating system. N don't choose the Raspbian full operating system. Uh, just choose Raspbian. Uh, and then it will, it will actually install the operating system. 
uh, and uh, get you off and running with that. Uh, be sure to plug in your hard drives, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and uh, you'll need to set your paths for your hard drives as well. So now here's where you'll have to do a little hackery, right? So uh, once you reboot uh, the Pi after putting all of that together, um, just pop open a terminal and um, make sure that uh, everything is up to date, right? So you want to uh, sudo apt-get uh, update, uh, then sudo apt-get upgrade, uh, make sure you're running the most recent software, of course, as well, because that's very important. Uh, and then here's what you want to do. You want to enter in uh, sudo apt-get install samba space samba hyphen common hyphen bin. Uh, and then just select yes. And then it will uh, it'll go ahead and uh, start installing. And then you will see... Um, you'll see a, a pop-up that asks you if you want to modify smb.conf to use WINS settings from DHCP uh, over. Uh, and uh, just hit yes and then enter. Uh, also, be sure to uh, modify your configuration file. So, uh, again, enters, um, after that process is run, uh, enter sudo nano forward slash etsy forward slash samba forward slash smb.conf. Uh, and I'll open the nano terminal based text editor. What you want to do then is just scroll down to the bottom uh, and enter in um, the, f the following um, <laughs> commands. So you want to enter in um, bracket pop share, then path e equals forward slash media forward slash pi forward slash your hard drive, right? Where you set your path earlier and forward slash share directory. Uh, and then uh, you want to make sure everything's writable. You want to create a mask of 0777. Your directory mask should also be 777. Uh, do you want to make it available to the public? Uh, you want to answer no. Leave the text editor, hit Control X to exit, then Y for enter to save the file, of course, and then create a user. So again, open up a, a terminal interface and enter in sudo smb pass wd hyphen a space pi to create a user called who else? PI. You'll be prompted for a password, of course, and you can assign and you can assign the Raspberry to match the system's default login. But you'll you'll definitely want to change both to fit your purposes. Uh, also, you want to you also may want to prefer a username other than PI. Uh, and you know, again, um, you, there's um, one last step, and that's just uh, basically uh, pop in your uh, terminal and pop out uh, sudo uh, systtemctl space restart space smbd and if you if you have done everything correctly you'll be able to access your directory from over the network now um you know you there are many ways to do this on the uh, internet and we suggest that you uh definitely search a way to uh follow those directions but you can create an s with a raspberry pi i'm sure if you search around you can find what you're looking for <sighs> Jesus, that's, that's, I never even thought I could do that. Then again, I haven't had a NAS for a while. Lisa over here. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about quantum computing lately. And, you know, I had a few meetings last week. I was in, <laughs> I was in, a, I was in one meeting last week and some guy from, some guy from the military was like quizzing me on TLS certificates and I, really I was I was 
I'd forgotten about all that crap, and I just like, oh my god, definitely in the wrong meeting. But nevertheless, a lot of uh, IBM, uh, a lot of quantum computing uh, has been going on with IBM and Google lately. And IBM and Google keep, it looks like they keep teeter-tottering or, you know, seesawing back and forth between each other. Uh, but uh, IBM uh, has some really devastating quantum um, capabilities coming up. Uh, I, I could get all into it, but its I don't think you really want to be bored with all that nonsense from... Um, IBM and their quantum computers. But the uh, quantum computers are here. They are here. Google uh, announced that they are quantum capable and IBM is right there as, with them. Uh, th there'll be, other, obviously, there'll be other announcements by other companies, I'm sure, like Amazon and Microsoft. And they'll claim some kind of quantum shit uh, in the future. So keep an eye on that as it uh, nears. Uh, its precedence with the general acceptance, I suppose. But listen, owing to what's going on now, the city of Johannesburg in South Africa is being held yet again by another hacker gang. Uh, they got hit again by ransomware. Uh, a group uh, calling themselves the Shadow Kill, <laughs> the Shadow Kill Hackers. Uh, they're asking for uh, four bitcoins or they will release all of the city data online. Uh, they are definitely holding South Africa's largest city for ransom, demanding four Bitcoins, uh, and they have a deadline of October the 28th at 5 p.m., which is... Uh, oh, boy. A couple days or a day from now. And so... Uh, if it all goes well, they will get their data back if they pay the four Bitcoin ransom. If not, unfortunately, the servers and data uh, will be released to the public. Uh, the hackers went on to state that uh, their servers and data have been hacked. Uh, they have dozens of backdoors inside the city. They have control of everything in your city, and they have also compromised all passwords and sensitive data, such as finance and personal population information. Uh, and it's not looking good at all. There is, uh, wow. It's not looking good at all. Uh, it looks like the authorities immediately responded by shutting down all of the IT infrastructure, such as websites, payment portals, and other e-services. And they are still down as I'm looking. That's actually what I'm looking at. Uh, wow. And so it, the entire city is, be, is crippled right now because of this. Uh, and, uh, you know... Not only that, but uh, there's also a big attack on local banks in, in South Africa as well. Uh, every, everything from denial of service attacks to um, uh, active targeted campaigns, it seems as well. So that's very uh, that's very worrisome because uh, how does the city know that they have? closed all of the the doors right and so they certainly have quite a task on their hand and uh it's 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 you know 
you know, I think I've spoken about it a time or two before, and I won't, I, I won't spend too much time on it. But if you own a business, you have to prepare for an attack. Uh, and if you do not, if you, if you are not prepared, you are pretty much, uh, you're, you're, you're not. I don't need, I don't need to go on about that, but it's inevitable. Uh, it's inevitable that there will be that instance that someone within your organization or your network will click on a link or download an attachment or even infect your network unwittingly as it's always done with a device, right? So you should be prepared for that. There are ways to protect your network and actually make your networks and companies extremely resistant to these type of attacks, but we'll save that for another episode, right? Of course we will. That is that is very, very worrisome. Uh, not to be outdone, the White House... Uh, <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> Excuse me. The uh, chief of security gave the White House... Uh, resignation notice earlier this week when he quit over practices he dubbed absurd, including the systematic purging of cybersecurity staff. Uh, the security chief, uh, Dimitrios Vistakis, uh, said in uh, his uh, resignation notice that. Um, I quote, uh, they say that history repeats itself. Unfortunately, given all the changes I've seen in the past three months, I foresee the White House is posturing itself to be electronically compromised once again, allowing for a large portion of institutional knowledge to concurrently walk right out the front door that seems contrary to the best interests of the mission and organization as a whole. Um, wow, that is that is very interesting. Uh, I don't even know what to say there. That is very interesting. Uh, wow. The Office of uh, Chief Information Security Officer, according to Vistakis, has been targeted by White House leadership for removal. He reports that leaders employed tactics, tactics such as habitually being hostile uh, to... Um, OCISO members uh, withholding annual bonuses and limiting workers job scopes in order to force them to quit uh, he also went on to say that uh, since his office was implemented uh, the White House has suffered no further incidents like the 2014 breach however it appears the current administration has justified the drawdown by moving the goalposts he writes uh, he went on to say, also of concern is the metric leadership is leveraging to gauge success of the cybersecurity program. Measuring the success of your security staff by the frequency major compromises are identified versus the duration of time since the last compromise is absurd. So it seems as greatest complaint is that the officials are prioritizing um, comfort over convenience uh, rather than computer security. Good luck to them. They're going to need it. Uh, I've heard good things about this guy and him walking out the door is a bad, bad signal for what's uh, happening there. So uh, good luck. Good luck to them. Uh, they're going to need it. Uh, moving on, another cybersecurity company, Avast. Uh, they were hacked. Uh, they were also uh, compromised by uh, an employee virtual private network. Um 
Czech cybersecurity firm Avast, uh, you know, the, you know, the antivirus people, um, they were, uh, they were definitely hacked, but the company managed to, uh, seem to fight off the attack. So I guess it was something made for the movies. Who knows? But, uh, it's, it's been reported too on what is it? The Silicon Ang, whatever. Uh, do I really have to? We'll need to do that. Uh, the, the attack was first detected September the 23rd. The hacker gaining domain admin privileges, triggering an internal system alert. Uh, and so uh, the, the hacker was traced back to a public IP address in the UK. And uh, it, the company went on to say that the hacker was specifically targeting Avast's CC cleaner software with mal malware that allowed those behind it to spy on users. Uh, so that's pretty interesting that uh, you're you, and uh, what a clever idea uh, the hacker actually wanted to install malware in software that's supposed to remove malware uh, very clever I like that that's a great idea that's a great idea uh, listen uh, we all know that facial recognition is here you all go through the uh, you're, you're being recognized through some sort of uh, facial recognition uh, in this day and age, unless you live in like the country or something. But uh, real quick, uh, it seems that uh, you currently right now, you can defeat facial recognition by putting two stickers on your cheeks. Yes, it's true. Researchers from the Huawei's Moscow Research Center detailed one way to thwart a popular open source, algor open source algorithm uh, used to detect whether there's a face in an image or not. Uh, the Huawei, Huawei, you know those people, uh, the Huawei paper showed uh, how two stickers, each with a specific pattern that looks like a deformed QR code, can actually fool face detection algorithms with 95% accuracy once they're placed on on your cheeks uh if you are uh savvy enough or hacker enough you can actually take the code which is open source out there and uh make a fork on your own and improve upon it uh and it's uh it's actually kind of cool uh to develop the sticker hack uh you need to um do a few things but check into that <coughs> excuse me uh, check into that. It's kind of cool that you can defeat uh, facial recognition with just a couple of stickers. I think it's kind of cool. My allergies have been killing me lately. Uh, and last but not least, no, we have a few more things actually. And so uh, there, you know, everybody likes to use Linux, and uh, you know, it's no secret that I love Linux and Temple OS. Uh, but I also, unfortunately, have to use Windows and. And really, you know, lately, I have one PC left running Windows, and now it's, you know, it's been, you know, I do the updates and all of that stuff, and it's still, it, 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 like, I can be in the middle of something, and, and then I get a blue screen of death, and then, I, you know, all of the work that I had is lost. Even though you, when you restart, though, you know, like, if you are on you in a web browser everything returns but that's not the point the point is the fact that it crashes and you cannot use a computer if it crashes not even once if it if it crashes once it's one time too many and uh so i i went around right i went uh i went to the internet and i started doing 
Hey, Gummo, welcome to the internet. Look at all this stuff we have. And so I was looking for an operating system to put on my older PC. And, uh, I, you know, I, I wanted something that was friendly, uh, that I could use on my PC, and that I was familiar with. And, and that kind of felt like Windows, you know, because I need to run Windows applications. And, you know, I'll just use uh, an emulator like Wine or something. Um, but still, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I need something that works. And so, uh, I was looking around and so I, I found this version of Linux called D E P I N. Oh my goodness. What an operating system. Uh, now it's right now it's, um, it's kind of in, it's kind of in an alpha mode, right? It's, uh, if you go to deepin.org, D E E pin.org uh, or https dot de e p i n dot org uh, you will be taken to a, a website that has a bunch of um, uh, uh, let's just say uh, text that you're not familiar with and uh, you will need to translate the page of course and so it's an operating system so what you want to do is check out deepen operating system version 15.11 uh, it's really cool uh, and what I like about it is its beauty and simplicity check it out I know everybody tells you to check out a version of Linux all this or blah 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 but uh, I ooh, that's all I'm going to say it's really slick what a slick slick operating system deepin.org Unbelievable. <sighs> so that's kind of it. Uh, you know, I just wanted to swing in here and do the news a little bit. <laughs> Say hi to everybody. And um, I, I, I hope that you listened to last week's um, excellent talk on post-quantum cryptography. I actually listened to it and I loved every minute of it. Uh, so I suggest that you should check out that show as well. That would be show number 104 uh, on post-quantum cryptography. Um, and, you know, wow, you will definitely get a lot out of that show. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, wow, wow. Uh, again, so we will be doing this show uh, here in Chicago for the next few weeks until the end of November. Yeah, the end of November-ish. <laughs> and then we'll be doing, bringing the show to you from Florida. Uh, and it, so I, I wanted to bring that to you guys and uh, let you know that, uh, yeah, nothing changes. It's just where I will be doing this show every weekend now. And so uh, with that said, please visit... Please visit the website, hackers.xxx, or you can use a device like Google and, and you know, um, uh, or what are they? The, the Googles and the Alexas and all of that stuff. Uh, you know, <laughs> those things are funny, man. Uh, you can't, you, you can definitely, uh, <laughs> you can check out the events page too. Uh, no, wait, wait a minute. You, uh, what is it? Uh, the Google Voice? Do we have a Google Voice around here? Give me a Google Voice. We have a Google Voice coming over here. 
All right, uh, so we got the uh, Google device set up right here. Uh, and so, yeah, check us out on the Google devices and the, the little, the little um, speakers that talk back to you. Uh, and, you and then, you know, you could say like, hey, Alexa, play Hackers Podcast with Gummo. Uh, and then Alexa will play uh, the podcast. I'm not kidding. It's so cool. Imagine what technology has brought us these days. Uh, and same thing with the uh, Google little hockey puck thing. You can say, uh, hey, Google, play Hackers Podcast from with Gummo. All right, Hackers Podcast. I'll pick up where you left off. Back. How about that? Isn't that something? I can't believe I, it's just unbelievable. So uh, I, I definitely see um, uh, opportunity there for uh, all sorts of exploitation. <laughs> we'll leave that out for another show. So uh, no, seriously, folks, check us out. Uh, we do enjoy the fact that you check out the show. And again, you know, there's, you know, you can obviously tell there's no, uh, there's nothing but just a little bit of great information. Uh, with that said, I'm going to scoot out of here. <laughs> We're, we've got breakfast at a restaurant in Wooddale called Christie's. Yeah, whatever. Until then, uh, the, I am your host, Gummo. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, check out the events page, uh, hackers.xxx forward slash events. Uh, and uh, that will bring you to the latest conclusion on what the hell is going on around the world as far as what we think is uh, interesting. Uh, and uh, if you have an event or whatever, just uh, hit smash the uh, hit smash whatever click hit smash click click smash the uh, contact link and uh, suggest an event for us and we will put it on the website. Uh, other than that, uh, we do welcome your comments, your feedback and your suggestions as well. I do. Uh, I will not read your email unless you specifically put like, hey, gummo in caps in the subject line. Uh, and then it's a rare possibility I'll actually get to that. But uh, you could try. Uh, go to the contact page as well at hackers.xxx. And uh, also, there's a, you can check us out uh, uh, on the website itself. So be sure to check out the uh, show, uh, other shows, this show, that show, other shows. And uh, we will be back next week for show number 106. Until then, take care of yourself. Please use your skills for something good. Thank you to Apple and Stone. Thank you to everybody here at the Aeon Building. And thank you again, as always, to all of the my great friends and uh, all of the, the volunteers of uh, volunteers of volunteers of volunteers of all of that stuff as well. So later, uh, we're going to go grab some breakfast and then we got, uh, we've got some volunteer time uh, down at the uh, the Pacific Garden Mission. Uh, and if, if you have any spare bandwidth um, and you are in the Chicago area please uh, visit the Pacific Garden Mission uh, you can go to their website at pgm.org and you can find out how you can help uh, and that's where we will be later on today uh, in helping out uh, uh, doing what we can uh, and there will be about six of us there uh, and uh, we, we encourage you to um, uh, help help out uh, those less fortunate in your area as well. Uh, and uh, and if, again, if you're in the Chicago area, you can help out at uh, Pacific Garden Mission. Head over to pgm.org and uh, find out uh, how to help. Other than that, please, uh, please take care of yourself. And until next week, 
we'll see you then take care of yourself i love you all you know that talk to you later bye whatever happens you know we're gonna repay no matter what happens you know we got something red Started with nothing, grew into something Got the heat to last a lifetime If it's the right time, trust in me Take it from someone who's at a tough front Oh, no matter what happens No matter what happens, we got the heat Not with me You know we got the Whatever happens, you know we got something real. No matter what happens, you know I'm gonna want you near. So get over here. Started with nothing, grew into something. Got the heat to last a lifetime. If it's the right time, trust in me. Over the motions, this isn't over No, no matter what happens No matter what happens We got the heat Man with me Oh, we got the Come out, come out, come out with me Come on out